Welcome to Techno and Travel, the podcast of Tunes and Wings. My name is Sabine Spätling and today I'll take you on a journey of the Berlin Travel Festival. The first one debuts on 9 till 11, 11th March at Arena Berlin in Kreuzberg. Over the last decade, travel has changed dramatically. Therefore, the festival is bringing the voices of a new generation of globetrotters to the stage. The three-day event is a curated gathering where physical and digital brands, products, speakers and publication dovetail come together. It's divided into five main areas. Ocean life, culture journeys, weekenders, outdoor escapes and the nest. With a new approach to travel, the festival offers thought-provoking concepts, destinations, experiences and perspectives. Packed with color, curiosities and a commitment to achieving a better tomorrow, the Berlin Travel Festival was created with this new tribe in mind. And we interviewed the founder of this festival, Bernd Neff who is talking about the idea of the festival, what people can expect there, which projects they portray, why the travel business has changed and how it will change also in the future years. And also about his top three destinations. Enjoy! Bandness founder of the Berlin Travel Festival, which will take place for the first time this year. It's about people, places, and memories, and about the future of travel. Good to have you on the phone, Bernd. Hello. Hi, hello. Hi. <laughs> so, um, yeah, tell us a bit about you, your person, and how the idea of the festival came into your mind. Right. Um, I mean, my background goes to travel and to music and to events and to hotels. Um, the last the last thing I did before I found the Travel Festival, I was in a company called Design Hotels where I was responsible for the brand marketing and communication. Mm -hmm. And before that, I used to work as a producer for TV shows, for music videos. Um, I did in like in the early 2000s, I did for MTV and Ibiza, the MTV Hacienda, which was a, a show about DJs being on the island and coming by and staying there for a couple of days and then having some people living there. So music in general is, is yeah. one of my, of my big backgrounds and then travel as, as such. Yeah. As and, and you're also organizing a festival, right? Mm -hmm. Apart from the travel one. Uh, yes, my, my partners, like we have three partners here and uh, two of them are also the organizers of Tiebreak and mm -hmm. also of um, Rave on Snow and now f this year for the 10th uh, anniversary also Berlin Beats and Boats. So our background is music and travel and, and events. What a nice combination. <laughs> <laughs> so how did the idea for the festival come into your mind? Um, so, I mean, there's a, a couple of observations that we did. On one side, um, everything that connects to travel has moved to the Internet. So all the information that you, fi that you find or when, when you go searching is in the Internet. But 
Um, with so much information available, you easily get carried away. So there's a mm -hmm. sort of an information overload. And um, so when start when you start looking for a trip, the frustration can be quite big because then you go to the travel portal and the offers that they're fishing you are normally not available. Airlines have some super cheap prices, but every fourth year on Friday from two till five feels like. So mm. actually, and you spend so much time doing research and searching, and you get so easily lost. And the whole, the whole um, atmosphere and the whole experience of traveling gets a kind of lost in the web. So mm -hmm. the idea was um, to to have a place where people that love to travel and that have a story uh, about travel, um, to bring them together with brands and, and destination and people places and their memories um, and have a sort of a gathering where people share their travel experience with those that look for inspiration and that like to travel. So this yeah. was actually the idea of creating this festival. And uh, the other observation that we made is um, with this phenomena that um, information overload in the web and people get frustrated, there is also a trend that you can see that travel agencies like the physical store where you went back in the days to book your, your journeys, they were like sort of, of dead and that they have a, a revival that people really uh, dare to get conversations and expertise and so that they are going back to travel agencies. But what you get to see in travel agencies is a quite poor offer. And so the idea was also to use the travel festival and sort of build a huge a huge blueprint how a travel agency could look like um, mm -hmm. as a sort of a concept store. So starting, starting with the inspiration and you have your magazines and then what kind of luggage are you using, smart luggage, or is it more for an outdoor trip? What gear, um, then what apps you use, which places you go, mm -hmm. which transportation, and how do you stay there, the whole sharing economy, uh, all of this. So bringing all these things together and sort of have an idea or a suggestion how a travel agency could look like those days. And that's why we are why we um, decided to launch the Travel Festival parallel to ITB, which mm -hmm. is world's largest uh, trade fair. So a lot of industry people come to the city, but ITB is a business platform. It it lacks of, of this sort of experience and, and, and of atmosphere. So that's why we thought we do this parallel to that as a sort of an supplement to the ITB and reach out to the professionals and to sort of give them an idea and a consultancy how new perspectives on travel could look like and what people actually dare how to travel. Yeah, yeah, I really, I really like the idea and I find it so interesting because I mean, of course, digitalization is a huge topic in all branches and also when I do the research for my travel, um, tips for, for, for example, London or New York or in Lisbon last year. Um, I have the feeling, yes, this is all good and there's so many information in the internet, but going then to that destination, meeting the people, that's so different. And nowadays um, where traveling is cheap and easy, you get 
what you already said, kind of lost in that digital world. So I think it's a very nice idea to establish that gathering that meets the current needs and the current situation within within yeah digital natives and and low budget traveler and also for all travel lover travel lovers that um yeah discover the world and and are looking for experiences yeah so right. this is a nice gathering yeah right um when we when we look at the festival, because I will also be there, and I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> what can we expect as soon as we enter the conference center? I mean, um, firstly, I, we are we are we are having the whole thing at the place called Arena, which is mm-hmm. in Kreuzberg, right by the Spree. It's 100 year or over 100 year old industrial building with a very charming charming like atmosphere there. So um, and the, the whole the whole spot we divided in literally in, in three different areas. So when you enter, the first we call them the experience floors, where we have about 100 um, exhibitors from all different areas, and we sort of grouped them, defined or grouped them by by interests or communities. Mm-hmm. So um, the the Five areas are, the one is culture journey, so this is about culture and uh, food and art and curation. Then we have one, it's called weekenders, this is about short trips, about Mm -hmm. quick and easy ones, but also um, 300 kilometers around Berlin, so these things, and also um, a look into festivals, because festivals are a huge phenomenon and a huge trend. So... um, (laughs) Different sort of festivals. Then the which kind one, of festivals um, will be there? Do you already have some names? Um, so we have in, first we have the festival guide, as such as a cooperation partner. Mm-hmm. They bring a bunch of festivals along with them. Then um, we're having something really unusual for like Berlin. Probably is Wacken Open Air, which mm-hmm. is <laughs> heavy metal. Um, yeah. <laughs> My roots, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> then, um, um, then we have um, some friends. They're doing something in uh, in Brazil. Um, Moa. It's in the Amazonas a festival. Mm-hmm. They will be with us. Um, yeah, and then we have our own our own um, festivals being shown there. So this is. The festival area. Nice. <laughs> then we have um, then we have outdoor experience. Um, outdoor experience is um, outdoor escape. Sorry, outdoor escape is about from van life to hiking to kayaking to everything that is related like to outdoor mm-hmm. activities, to sort of remote things. And the fourth area that we have in this um, ocean life. So this is about oceans. Um, there it reaches from saltwater shop, which is a, a, a surf a surf shop, then to um, destinations, uh, then to a festival, Tangea Festival, another mm-hmm. festival, that's um, near Rostock, a three-day open-air festival with lots of sports activities. But we also have Sea Shepherd as an um, environmental activist um, organization that is with, with us. And then the fifth area is, we call it NEST. This is an area with a lot of small startups, small companies um, with great ideas, with great innovation. So the the actual um, 
requirement or our uh, requirements to to get a place there was that the companies are um, no older than three years and don't mm -hmm. have more than ten people. So this is really like a startup innovation okay. area. So these are the experience floors, and then um, we're having three stages, three like different size stages. The main stage, one uh, a cultural lab, the one we call the center court. So different areas where we have presentations, um, discussions, keynotes, screenings um, that reaches from anything from outdoor to ocean to family to culture, sustainability, photography, food, nomadism. So this is like we're trying to really cover a huge, a broad field to have um, something in for everybody. And it's almost 100 events, different events, different presentations wow. that we're having there. Wow. And, and the fourth area is um, workshops where mm -hmm. they reach from um, build your own surfboard over three days or build a skateboard uh, with the guys from Lark in Switzerland nice. coming by <laughs> and doing skateboards, then to um, photo safari, to um, illustration classes with kids, mm -hmm. um, cooking courses, outdoor cooking courses, fly fishing, so different different sort mm -hmm. of workshops that we're having there, and, yeah. and a kids area. So these are the three compon components, exhibition, mm -hmm. workshops. Um, presentations, and workshops. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very nice combination. And with all that projects and different areas you have on your festival, what do you think are the most exciting ones, the must-sees that you need to visit? <laughs> uh, get a festival pass and... And, and figure uh, out on your own. Three days. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's 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 wow. Uh, you know, picking from one hundred. One of my personal favorite ones mm -hmm. is um, it's an artist group from Halle. They called Leaving Home Function, and they were five people. They each bought a Russian um, motorbike with a sidecar, and they left from Halle, which is near Leipzig. Um, I wanted to, um, on their way to going to New York on the motorbike, mm. but they took the east route, so mm -hmm. through Mongolia and everything. They were two and a half years out there with their wow. bikes, and their presentation is really, really great, really fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then there is also things from about sustainable travel. Then there is things about. Um, Self-consciousness. Um, we have a fantastic cooking class with Marcus Semmer, who did a, um, who wrote a cookbook about outdoor cooking. So fantastic cooking, like on small camping cookers. Um, what else? We have um, sailing conductor, two guys to Berlin, sound engineers. Um, they sailed from Australia on a sailing boat back to Germany and wherever they stopped, they recorded music. They put a music studio on their boat and they recorded music and uh, produced sound songs. And wow. they're having a Saturday evening, very nice thing on stage. Yeah. And um, I also read that you've got two guys that already played at the Burning Man as well. Um, this is definitely on my list. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then we have, I don't know, Vanna Limar. Vanna Limar is an MTV moderator. Mm -hmm. She's originally from Afghanistan, and she mm -hmm. has a charity organization. And uh, what we are doing on Saturday evening is a hotel auction. So we got a bunch of hotel rooms from hotels. They, they, they gave them, like, donated them. 
And Vanna is doing an auction, and everything mm-hmm. that we are that we are get, uh, um, getting out of that um, goes to her to her charity organization, oh, nice. which helps um, Afghanis Afghanis uh, kids um, to like get school materials and to get education. Yeah, nice range. Um, we talked about that that change in the in the travel business um, before. But what do you think exactly, um, how did it change in the past years and why is it so necessary to do that shift now? Mm, I mean, it's, it's different things. On one side, like with everything, like cheap airlines and, every, and, and, and Airbnb and everything, we have a, a sort of an over-tourism in, mm. in cities, which is, causes really problems. Like in the bigger cities, um, Berlin is okay, but Barcelona and Paris and places like that are completely overrun by tourists, and um, it's not always not really nice and, and, mm-hmm. and not n- nothing that is fun. So we need to think about this, how this changes, and I think one of the of the trends that you can see from there is all this like this van life and outdoors, and people are rather going to remote places and to the nature mm-hmm. than rushing through big cities mm. and, and getting stressed and stressing themselves even more because life is so fast and um, we are all under so much pressure that actually going to the nature and, and, and being a bit more conscious mm-hmm. and a bit more mindful about mm-hmm. yourself and, and everything around and the way you consume and the way you travel, that's something that is, I think, that is a huge necessity. The resources are limited and... Um, stress is so big so that we really need to get things in a better balance. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely agree. And what is the challenge you think that the travel <coughs> business has to pass in the next years? Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Like challenge, it is really like the consciousness. I think this is mm-hmm. the biggest challenge so that people are creating a better awareness of mm-hmm. how and what they consume. And it's not about being um, all the time everywhere in the last remote corner. And if you mm-hmm. do so, like respect the nature mm-hmm. and being just more aware of, of what you do. Um, I think this and is your the, footpath that you leave yeah, when yeah, you yeah, travel the, the world. The, the footprint, the footprint yeah. is, is yeah. Um, th- that's probably yeah one of the big things that mm-hmm. you need to that you need to be aware of, like what you cause with your journeys. And um, so slow travel is a sort of a, of a movement that contributes to that. So um, it is not necessary to ju- always jump in, in, in the plane. There's other ways to do transportation and sometimes even mm-hmm. nicer and sometimes even more relaxing, like going from one place to the other. Train rides mm-hmm. are taking a bit longer, but they are definitely leaving a a lesser impact to the to the um, nature and to the earth yeah. than all the plane flights there. Yeah, and I mean that is also what the movie White says, because they are traveling around only only yeah. as uh, trampers or um, by mm-hmm. foot, and this is exactly what they said because they actually wanted to travel over the ocean by ship. Because they yeah. they said that it's too fast with a plane to gather all the nature that's around them and to 
to have a slow process in life to experience also the nature around. Yeah, I, find, I found this yeah. topic very interesting and this point of view, yeah. Yeah, you so easily reach reach the relationship to the things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, coming now to you as a as a travel expert, actually, <laughs> which which impact has traveling on your personal life? Oh, big time! I mean, always like travel. I I'm, I don't know if it's a privilege or if I just took the privilege and traveled a lot and I've seen quite a few places. Um, I mean, the most important thing is that it, travel is, opens your mind. Travel is, mm. um, is, the, is the best education that you can do. It's like traveling and experiencing cultures and um, just being familiar with other cultures and other, and other habits. And so in that matter, for me, travel was like was my, the best education I could get in life. Yeah. Yeah, nice words. Absolutely. And mm. what are your personal top three either destinations, hotels, or some highlights that you had in your life related to travel? Um, yeah, that, that changes. That changes over a period of time. <clears throat> so what was great for me like 10, 15 years ago is not necessarily the place I would go today anymore. Mm. But... Um, 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 a period of time and a really nice time that I had and then still quite often go there is in Mexico so Tulum mm. for mm. example yeah. and, and once I had Mexico City the, the capital is really a really interesting and, and very exciting city and then uh, Tulum and the beach there is something that is really really fantastic but I yeah. started going there like 10 years ago and now mm. meanwhile it has become a, a destination that is for my personal test, already a bit overrun and yeah. a bit, like overcrowded. So going mm. a bit further down to Belize is actually then the alternative mm. when you're there in this corner. Okay. But that's something. That yeah, that's love. nice because I have got Tulum on my list this year as well because there are so many nice projects going on, like the, also in terms of techno music, the Papaya Playa project, for example, exactly. or the Norman yeah, We started Tulum. that. We started the Papaya. Uh, really, Maya with project. the guys yeah. from the Wumun Festival in Ibiza. Yeah, actually, we started it with Klaus Sendling and Design Hotels. We were the ones ah. bringing the whole Papaya Playa thing on the map. <laughs> okay, we need to talk later. <laughs> <laughs> nice, because uh, this I find this very. Um, yeah, this is this is actually a kind of festival that is related also to nature and to consciousness, not only partying and. Um, yeah, that 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 um, where it's all about the the people on the lineup and how many delegates are attending, but really about the essence of what techno music is for me. Actually, that community feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Really nice. So, so but this so is to a Lumi, nice tip. Also, Belize um, yeah, nearby. Yeah. Yeah. You know exactly exactly when you're there, then you should should take some time and take a car and go down down to Belize. Mm-hmm. Um, others from that, like places that I in when I when I go to the Alps or to the mountains, like there's two places that I really really like, and from different mm-hmm. angles. The one is um, Batkastein, mm-hmm. which is a fantastic, nice community in a nice city. It used to be the Monte Carlo of the Alps in the last century, and then um, it suffered from from 
real estate crime in the 80s mm -hmm. um, and now it's sort of really coming back there's quite a few interesting people uh, like Olaf Krone from Regina Hotel and Grüne Baum they're bringing they're bringing quite interesting people back there they're doing the art summer there so Badgastein is really a cultural a super nice place and another place in the in the mountain that I really like a lot is Lax in Switzerland mm -hmm. this is so much driven by visionaries and innovation, the way they are running the the whole area there, Weisse Arena AG, um, everything under the aspect of sustainability um, and and freestyle, a fantastic area, just wonderful. Yeah. So this is like the two different sides, the beach side and um, and the, like the outdoor mountain. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good polarity. I like it. <laughs> good. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for that interview. It really got, um, and thank you so much for also starting this festival because it's really, I think it's very necessary to change the travel world a bit and to make it more modern. <laughs> let's, let's say that way. And yeah, I'm really looking forward meeting you on the Wonderful. Berlin Travel Festival. And yeah, thank, thank you. you very much for having me. It's really a pleasure. And um, yeah, I hope a lot of people find their way to Berlin and check us out. Yeah, I hope so too. Thank you. This is really a great initiative and I can't wait to join them on the festival. Will you be there as well? Let me know. Looking forward to meeting you there. And please feel free to share this article and this interview with friends who could be interested in the Berlin Travel Festival. Thank you for listening, rock and roll and stay tuned. <laughs>